Are you trying to figure out how to get things done? Are you trying to look for knowledge that can actually help you do something, be something, be better at what you do? Hi, I'm Joyce Mbaya, founder of ZD, where we provide affordable online courses for Africa. This is the place for you, the ZD Podcast, where we have inspiring conversations with amazing people. And the ultimate goal is to help you know more so you can do more. So why don't we like numbers? Um, when we're in primary school or high school, I know most people, when they used to hear about maths, they just either they love it or they don't. And so it's a natural thing that people don't like numbers. But there are those who like numbers. But this course is not about numbers. This course is about understanding numbers. You don't have to be that expert. You don't have to be the CPA, K accountant. But you need to understand the records that you're being given, the reports you're being given for your business and make decisions because that's why you need accounting records. You get this information from your finance expert who is the expert, but when he's presenting them to you, you're able to understand. The best way to understand finances also is personal finance, we know. If I asked you how much did you get last month, what did you spend your money on, it will be very clear in your head. I earned so much, I paid so much for rent, I paid so much for transport, I paid so much for food. And you manage your personal finances because you're able to see, oh, my money is not enough. And that's why sometimes your money is not enough to cater for your expenses and you borrow or you take an advance, but you're managing your personal finances. It's the same way with a business. With a business, there's money coming in, and the money is coming in through the sales of your products or the services that you offer. And you have expenses because you have to pay rent for your office, you have to pay your employees uh, their salary, you have to pay for suppliers. So it's the same principle. But the only difference is that your business is more complex than your personal finances but you still have to manage just the way you manage your own money is the way you need to manage the finances of your business so what is the key to business finance we all hear about financial accounting and management accounting so financial accounting is basically looking at your accounting records giving information about your past and the present. How are you doing as a business? It's from the financial accounting that you're able to come up with your financial statements. That is your balance sheet, your profit and loss, and your cash flow. And then we have, secondly, management accounting. Now, management accounting is different. Management accounting is about using accounting records to make decisions. So you may get information about, uh, for example, your sales and you have various products that you sell. sell. And in the records, it's showing that some two, three products are doing very well, but there's one that is not doing very well. And so because you've noticed that with your accounting records, you can now make a better decision to try and find out why is this one product not doing well? Is it that the costs are too high? Is it that we've not marketed? So management accounting is really about using those accounting records to make important decisions for your business and this can happen anytime but with financial accounting as a legal requirement you're supposed to keep your accounting records so that again you're able to do your annual accounts which are audited to show how your business is performing before we continue 
please make sure that you download the notes provided, which will provide further explanation on the differences between financial accounting and management accounting. Now we look at what are the key factors to understanding your business finance. How does your business make money? You've started a small business and you've decided that I will be doing delivery of fresh produce. So what is your business? How are you going to do that? Um, many times people start businesses and they forget why they started the business. They don't know what is their core business. So do you know, are you sticking to your core business? Are you doing it to the best of your ability? What are your financial objectives? So yes, I have started a delivery business for delivering fresh produce. Um, I want to target a certain area. Have I looked at that area that there's a need for my fresh produce? Have you analyzed your business model? How am I going to sell the fresh produce? Am I going to have a stand at some market? Am I going to have a delivery service? How am I going to get my product to its customers? Most times we have a good idea, but we haven't thought through. The idea could be good, but the way you get it to your customers is very important. Do you know where your customers are? Do you know who your target customers are? Um, another thing about understanding your business finance is what are your financial constraints? So, for example, last year, um, the pandemic came in and that person who was selling fresh produce, the lockdown Obviously, the curfews were constraints because they couldn't be able to sell their fresh produce. So what do you do when you are faced with those financial constraints? Do you change how you're going to do your business? Now, everyone has accepted the fact that you need to leverage on technology. How can that person who had a stand selling their fresh produce now, because of the constraints they're going through, be able to deliver their products online. But now, if they decide to go online, there's also another financial constraint. How are they going to start delivering their products online? So understanding your business finances means understanding what your business is, what is it you're offering, whether it's your products, whether it's your services. How are you uh, getting them to your target customers. And by that, you'll be able to have specific financial objectives and you'll also be able to see the financial constraints that you may face as you try to deliver your product or offer your service. So again, why do you need to understand your business? So back to the, the business that is um, their delivering fresh produce to their customers. They have now decided that because of COVID, they need to do it online. They have also uh, discovered that it's a financial constraint because they need money to get onto the online platforms, to do some flyers, to get and reach out to their customers. So you as a business owner in that situation, maybe you don't have the finances to do that. So you have been able to identify the constraint and you can be able to look for money, look for partners, someone to support you, to provide you with the funds to make your fresh produce into an online business. And that's because you have understood your business and you've understood your objectives, you've understood what constraints you're facing and now you're able to move forward by dealing with those constraints. So understanding um, 
your business finances also makes you understand your customers better. So back to the example of the COVID situation, people were at home. They were not leaving their houses, but they still needed fresh produce. So it meant that you needed to have people who could deliver the fresh produce right straight to their homes. And with that, you're able to look for uh, finances to support that new plan, new way that you're going to do your business. But if you didn't understand your business and you didn't understand your finances, then you'd not have been able to make such a decision. And that's what this course is about. It's really understanding as a business owner. Am I understanding my business so well that I'm able to make decisions even when faced with challenges and constraints to be able to still move forward forward and grow and provide that product or service to all my customers. Next, we're going to look at financial management and we're going to look at some specific areas. One, what is financial management? Two, the financial management process. Three, what is good practice in financial management and what are the benefits of good financial management? We'll also look at the seven principles of financial management and finally, the four basic building blocks of financial management. So what is financial management? Financial management is about planning, organizing, monitoring, and controlling the financial resources of your business. Planning when you're, you have decided that, back to my example of the fresh produce business person, they need to plan um, how am I going to get my fresh produce? What is the cost of getting my fresh produce? Um, you also have to organize. Maybe they have decided that we need to deliver to our customers. They need to organize where are their customers located? Are they going to only focus on customers in a certain area? And because I'm organizing myself as a business person, then I need to say we will only deliver CBD. We will only deliver to Kiambu Road environments. And because I know that, the business person can be able to also organize and say, for that, I may need five Boda Boda to deliver my fresh produce. So it's about organizing. It's also about controlling. So you have your delivery men who are delivering the fresh produce to the different homes in the environment, in the area that you have decided. Do you need five? Are they spending too, is it costing too much for the five delivery people that we are not making any money when we deliver the fresh produce? Should we charge our customers a delivery fee so that we're able to make some money? Uh, so those are the things about organizing and controlling because you'll be able to say, we know we need to sell so much and for so much, we want to make a profit of a certain percentage and our costs also cannot go beyond a certain level. So that's about controlling and also monitoring. So how are we doing? We are delivering to the Kiambu Road environment and everyone is happy. But now we are getting customers outside the area that we had decided on. So what do we do? Do we add the area? Do we have the financial resources to add the area? So that's what financial management is all about planning, organizing, monitoring, and controlling your financial resources. Because at the end of the day, you have a business and you want to make some profit out of your business. Financial management is about having a sound 
financial system. What is the system of invoicing? What is the system of customers reaching to you? So the customer calls and places their order. Who takes the order? How do you receive payment? Do they pay by M-Pesa? Do they pay on delivery? Do they pay in cash? Do they pay? What systems do you have in place? Do you have credit for your customers? So it's about having a sound financial system so that you know that for us, my business, the product I'm delivering or the service I'm giving, this is the process of how I get paid at the end of the day. From the point that the customer contacts the business to the point that they pay for the product or their service. So it's important to have a sound management system, financial management system, and also to have a strategic plan for your business so that you're able to evaluate both of them and say this was the plan we had for 2021 and this is how we've been able to achieve it and in so doing your business is able to grow. So we're looking at financial management. You can look at financial management like owning a car. So you own a car and you have to put fuel in it, you have to service it, you have to check pressure on the tires, you have to have it clean. There are many things that you have to do to maintain your car. And that's what financial management is about. If your car, you don't take it for service, you don't keep checking the pressure, you don't check the oil, you don't uh, maintain it, your car will stall on the road. And your business is the same. So your business also needs to be managed. Yeah, Do we have the finances? Do we have the employees? Are we producing a good product? Are our customers happy? Are the owners of the business happy? So you have to maintain your business, maintain your finances so that your business does not collapse the way a car would collapse if it has no oil, no fuel, no nothing. It has never gone for service. So it's the same way. And many times I have seen most businesses will have a very good product or a very good service that they are offering to their customers, but they don't go further. They need to look at what do I need to ensure that whatever product I'm giving to my customers, they are always happy. And if they are not happy, why are they not happy? And what will it take me as a business owner to ensure that my customers receive their products or I offer the service that my customers are expecting? And that is what financial management is. So what is the financial management process? One is managing scarce resources. So not every business will have all the finances that it needs to deliver its products or offer its services. So you have to work within what you have. What budget do we have? I want to deliver to a thousand customers. How much will it cost me to deliver to a thousand customers? Do I have the money to deliver to a thousand customers. A big mistake that business owners also do is taking in many orders, but they don't have the resources to be able to deliver all those orders to satisfy all their customers. So financial management process is really about managing the scarce resources. What does the business have? And depending on what it has, how can it still deliver with the resources that it has? And also when you're managing scarce resources, it's also looking at how much do I need? Because this is what I have. How much do I need 
to be able to deliver my products and to offer my services to my customers. The second part is managing risk. What risk does your business face? We all know that the pandemic came last year and most business owners were hit, even big companies, because that is not something anybody expected. It was a risk. But now based on what happened, what processes did you have in place to manage about a pandemic? Most businesses did not have. Everybody was caught by surprise. But risk is about what risks, looking at your business critically and saying, what risks can I face in my business? So do I have, um, it can be with, to do with the economy. Let's go back to the example of the pandemic came. That affected many businesses. Customers did not have enough money to buy the products. Most people were looking at only basics because they didn't know what was going to happen. So if you were a business that was producing luxury products or non-essential products or non-essential services, then you would have to rethink because people are not sure. Uh, many people lost their jobs. So again, your customers don't have the disposable income they used to have to be able to buy your products or um, take your services. So it's very important to identify for my business, what are the risks that I could face? I could face um, rising inflation, how the economy is doing. The economy is not doing that well right now. So that has an impact on my business because it will force me to raise prices. But when I raise prices, will the customers pay for the products at those prices that have gone up? What else can I do? So it's important to identify the risk that you may face. Um, we have budgets. The country gives a budget every June. That budget, how has that budget affected your business? We all know that there was an introduction of excise duty on some products and services. And that has an impact on the price of your products. You have to go ahead again, tell your customers, due to the tax increase, the prices of my products have also gone up. But how are you going to manage that? So managing risk is about identifying the risks that affect your business and how are you going to manage those risks now that you have identified them. The nature of risk, of course, you can't be able to identify everything, but you should be able to have some form of risk management, being able to say, for me who's a fresh produce business person, these are the risks I will face. Um, and because I know these are the risks I will face, what am I going to do to mitigate those risks. Um, in the financial management process, it's also important for business owners to adopt to change. We were all affected by the pandemic last year. Many businesses were, were caught unaware. Nobody thought that we could ever experience a pandemic. I being one of them, uh, when my training started, I used to train people physically where I, I book a hotel or a venue and we train the whole day for several days depending on the cost. But now when the pandemic came, there was no more, there was lockdown, there was no more uh, physical training. So I needed to adapt to the way the market was going and took a leap of faith to start training people online. In the beginning, there was a lot of resistance because people don't like change. And um, 
eventually it has actually worked out very well especially when you're talking about corporate clients because corporate clients if they had to do my training before covid the participants would have to take three days off three days leave they're not in the office to be able to attend the course but now they can still go to work be trained as early as seven in the morning or in the evening at 6 p.m because everything is online so there are many business owners who refuse to adopt to change uh, to leverage on technology and uh, they have really suffered the consequences and many business owners also uh, assuming that we are all going to wait for COVID to end, then business will continue. But life is not like that. We need to be able to adapt to the circumstances that um, affect our businesses and in that line, still be able to manage our business finances better, being able to adapt to change. So you adapt to online on technology, you start understanding what Zoom is, you start understanding uh, digital marketing, you start understanding social media, in line with your business. Next, also what's important in the financial management process is managing strategically. Do you have a plan? Most business owners will say, my business is just a small business. I do need a big strategic plan. I know my customers, I know what they want, so everything is fine. You still need a plan. A plan is important because you'll be able to say, I want to target these customers. These customers are 10,000. How am I going to reach the 10,000? Is there a cost to reaching the 10,000? Are the 10,000 willing to pay at the prices I'm offering? You can't just have a good product, sit back and hope customers will come to you and buy your product or ask for your services. So it's very important to manage strategically. Have a plan. What's your target for the year? Uh, how many customers do you want to reach out? Where are they? What do you need to do as a business to be able to attain those targets? So, of course, as your business grows, then again, you continuously build on, on your strategic plans. We hear about businesses, you can have a, a two-year plan, a three-year plan, but basically you're running your business knowing what is it that we are trying to achieve? And when you have a plan, you're able to look back and say, this was the plan we had. We were supposed to reach 10,000 customers. Why didn't we reach the 10,000 customers? And you can be able to answer those questions so that you're able to achieve the objectives of your business. And in the end, your business is going to grow. But many times, small businesses, uh, medium-sized businesses, as long as customers are buying, as long as customers are placing orders, everything is okay. And then you can be hit by something so different. And because you didn't have a plan, your business just goes to the ground suddenly because you didn't have that plan in mind of what your business is about and what you want to achieve on an annual basis. So again, with the financial management processing, just as we were talking about managing strategically, it's also about managing objectively. So back to my example of the fresh produce business. So what is their objective? The objective is to increase their customer base from 5,000 to 7,000. So that's a clear objective they have. So to increase from 5,000 to 7,000, what will it take? How much money will it need? How what resources will they need to be able to service another additional 2,000 customers? So you need to plan, you need to set budgets. Budgets is about how the financial 
resources. What are we going to? What are we trying to achieve? How much is it going to cost us? What do we? What resources do we need? And then when you have all that in place, you implement your as per the budget, and then you also need to come back and review and say, yes, we wanted to move from 5,000 customers to 7,000 customers, and we achieved 8,000. And you're like, how did we do that? You'll be able to see. Or maybe you go back and review and you see we had a target to move from 5,000 to 7,000. We only managed 6,000. Why? Was it because the resources? Was it because of the product? And that goes back again to what I was talking about in the beginning, understanding your finances, understanding your records, understanding the reports you get. You have a sales team, so do you speak to your sales people to be able to understand why they are not reaching their customers? Maybe there's a new competitor who suddenly came with lower prices and it into your market. So it's very important to manage objectively. What are your objectives? And for you to be able to reach those objectives, you must plan, you must implement them, you must review them, and you must adjust accordingly based on what you're seeing when you're reviewing your objectives. So basically that is the financial management process. We have been talking about the financial management process. So in summary, good practice in financial management for businesses is one, to make effective and efficient use of resources, two, to achieve your objectives and fulfill commitments to shareholders, three, is to become more accountable to your stakeholders, four, to gain the respect and confidence of your stakeholders, five, is to gain advantage with your competition, and six, is to prepare for long-term financial sustainability and growth of your business. So we have been looking at the financial management process. So now let us look at the seven principles of financial management. One is consistency. Two is accountability. Three is transparency. Four is viability. Five is integrity. Six is stewardship and seven is accounting standards. We shall look at each one of these briefly. So let's look at the seven principles of financial management. One is consistency. Uh, consistency is important because you're keeping accounting records for your business. Um, if your company is legally registered, it's a legal requirement that you do audited accounts, which means that you must have some financial statements, your balance sheet, your uh, profit and loss, and your cash flow statements, and be able to report to the owners of the business. But even if you're the owner, you need to see how your business is going. And this uh, consistency is the statements have to be done according to accounting standards. Consistency is also that within your business, you have a financial system. Do you have financial policies and procedures. When you uh, contract suppliers, do you need to give them an LPO? Do you, how do they invoice? How long do you take to pay them? Um, if there's petty cash for your business, how do you deal with petty cash for your business? So you need to have financial policies and procedures and have a proper financial system on how you manage your money, whether it's money coming in or money you're paying out. Um, do you have, is your business uh, growing uh, these days uh, there are many accounting applications that you can use. QuickBooks um, is a very good 
system that you can use and now they have developed different levels of quickbooks where you have quickbooks even for small businesses not costing very expensive and you're able to put in all your accounts all your information all your records and the system will also be able to develop for you the financial statements that you may need from time to time second is accountability so accountability really means again the financial reports um, you're able to show the financial position of your business because you can account for the all the money that came in, you can account for all the money that went out. Basically, you're able to provide an accurate representation uh, from a financial perspective of your business. This is important for you if you're an owner of the business or if you're working for a business, the owners of the business would like to know uh, how the financial resources are being used. Um, thirdly, it's about transparency. So you need to have records that are timely, accurate, and correct. Um, I've had many businesses who maybe um, taking them through developing their financial systems. And then some businesses say, I have two sets of accounts. And one set of account is when I'm approaching this um, stakeholder, and another set of account is for another stakeholder, especially when it comes to looking for loans. That is really wrong. You need to be transparent. Are your records correct? That is exactly what happened. When somebody looks at your financial statements, that is the true accurate position of your business. So it's good to be transparent. It's good to have your records and not to try and manipulate your records. Many big businesses have failed, even small businesses, because their records are not accurate. They manipulate them, especially where you find that people are working for you and they're the ones producing the records for you. They can be able to manipulate them to give a certain picture that maybe the business is doing well, well in actual sense on the ground, it's not doing as those reports are purporting to do. The fourth principle is viability. Is the, is the expenditure for the business in line with the money that is coming in? Um, you will find businesses, which I will talk about later, is you have cash coming in, your customers are paying you, uh, but the expenditures are, have nothing to do with the business. Maybe the owners are spending the money on other things that are not building the business. So viability is the money coming in and the money that you're spending, is it consistent that this money is for the business? It is according to whatever uh, policies you have put in place for your business. Um, fifth is integrity. Um, are your employees do they have um, integrity? Uh, back to my example of the fresh produce. So you've decided that you need Boda uh, Boda people to deliver your fresh produce. And maybe there, some of the customers are paying in cash. Um, are your Boda Boda people deliver, delivering your fresh produce or are they also adding their own fresh produce to sell as they're delivering yours? Are the people who work for you of integrity? It starts from the top. You yourself as the business owner or the managers in the business, are they of integrity? Are your employees of integrity? It's very important that you have that from the beginning because a business could be doing very well and in your eyes you're making money and you don't imagine that there's some 
people, some employees or that who work for you are able to skim money from you. So integrity is also key. Uh, the sixth principle is stewardship. So every business will have its resources. You have assets, you have um, an office. Your office has uh, equipment, has computers, has um, stationery. Uh, you have people working for you, um, delivering. Back to my example of the fresh produce, you have your border, border people delivering um, their goods. Are they... Are they um, are they taking care of the assets you've given them? So you've given the Buddha Buddha, you're the one who bought the motorcycle. Are they maintaining the motorcycle? Are they using the motorcycle for your business? Or are they using it in the evening to do their own side business? So how well are people managing the resources of the company? And are the resources of the company being used for the purpose they were intended for. You have other big businesses, you're talking about cars, you're talking about different tools that they have that they need to to deliver your products or your services. Are they taking care of them or are they having the attitude? I'm not the owner so it doesn't really matter where how I run this car, how I maintain the car, how I maintain the motorcycle, how I, uh, the laptop, whatever resources that the company has are people taking care of them. And finally, we have accounting standards. So just like in any accounting, um, for, for accounting principles, all accounting records are supposed to be done according to international financial reporting standards, IFRS standards. The reason for this is that uh, maybe your business, um, you may want to to approach a bank for a loan, um, they will ask for your financial statements. Financial statements should use the same standards so that it's easy for the bank to compare. Or even you may be looking for investors who want to invest in your business. They need to be able to understand your financial records according to international standards because then you're able to compare different businesses that investor was interested is able to compare your statements with another business that you may be interested in so are your accounting records according to IFRS standards and of course for any business you don't have to be that certified accountant your accountant person whoever who is in charge of your accounts should be able to have the expertise and the knowledge to be able to use and prepare these financial reports according to IFRS standards. So finally, in this uh, section on financial management, we look at the four basic building blocks of financial management, which are accounting records, financial planning, financial monitoring, and internal control. We will start with accounting records, which I have talked about before. So it's important for a business to keep the accounting records from day one. Many times I've been asked by businesses after they've been operating for two, three years and suddenly they're growing big and now is when they're trying to put their accounting records together from three years ago. So it's important that you start from day one. And when you start from day one, even if you're a small business, you may not have that many records, but start. And so that when your business is growing, you already have a system in place and you don't have to start working backwards to try and put the records together. Second is financial planning, which we have talked about. It is important for a business to have a strategic plan. It's important for a business to have budgets. Um, the key to a sound financial management system is to having those plans in place and having those budgets in place. 
third is financial monitoring um, there is no point of having a very beautiful strategic plan very good budgets but no one is going to check whether we whether the business is achieving them or implementing them because you need to know what is actually happening on the ground is the plan making sense sometimes some business may have uh, they may have developed a good strategic plan or good budgets but they are completely off some factors come in and they affect uh, the business ability to implement them. So when you monitor, you're able to check, yes, this was our plan, but this is what is happening. Are we on track? If we're not on track, what's the reason why we are not on track? And then you can make the important decisions uh, to be able to make, um, to ensure that you implement your plans. So also under financial monitoring, it's also important to do reconciliation. So you have your finance staff. Are you able to do reconciliations of your bank statements? Are you able to do reconciliation of all your accounting records? How often do you do the reconciliation? Do you do it weekly on a monthly basis? And do you check? Are they accurate? Are they representing what is actually happening in terms of your business? And finally, you have internal control. So you already have your financial system in place. You have your plans. You have um, all the staff who are required to do whatever it is that they do for your business. You need to have controls. So the person who is paying suppliers is that the same person who is signing up suppliers because they should be separate. Are you able to put in controls that the person who manages your petty cash, are they managing the petty cash well? Is this actually what is there? If your financial system requires that there are certain receipts or when you're signing up supplies, you need three quotations or whatever your policies and procedures say, is this actually being followed? So there have to be controls and checks and balances that the person who's checking these reports is not the same person, for example, who developed the reports so that you can check for any inconsistencies or anything that are uh, put up a red flag or are not accurate. So in principle, the, base, the four basic building blocks of financial management are your accounting records, start immediately, um, you need to have financial planning, what plans you have, what budgets you have, you need to um, finance, do financial monitoring, continuing to check how things are going, and of course, finally, you must have those internal controls in place. Of course, again, some business people will say, this is for big businesses, but like I said, start from the beginning. It's not the size of your business. If you're already starting to do and put these things in place, then as your business grows, then you're able to do better. If your business is bigger and you haven't started doing this, then it's important that you start doing it now. So it is all relevant for any size of business in terms of what I have discussed about financial management. This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like and share, comment, get involved. Let us know what you think, what you want to learn next, and join us next time.